Welcome to Depths of Creation, a podcast to explore your creative expression, emotions, and pleasure while you make art out of everyday life. I am your host, Rachel White, a creator, author, speaker, and your guide towards exploring and expressing the depth of your primal and sacred creative energy. Let's get into this episode. bonus episode is one of the replays from the Magic Makers Summit. It was a free online summit that I ran ran in October 2021, um, just recently, if you're listening in real time. Um, so in the in the recordings that I've included as bonus podcast episodes, there are three solo lives that I did and then two interview episodes. So throughout this, um, they are really focused and potent, but you may hear some interaction with the live audience um, that was there and you may hear some mentions of the Magic Makers Summit as well, but they were just so good and so juicy and so amazing that I really wanted to include them on the podcast as well, especially the two interview episodes the topics we discuss just fit perfectly into the theme of this chapter of the podcast. The first interviews with Olivia Celine diving into the magic and the power of women through the birthing process. That is just amazing. Highly, highly recommend that. You may be on that episode right now. And the second interview was with um, Katie Rose and we talked about the art of devotion, the magic um, of Shakti and divine feminine embodiment, which is really amazing as well. So enjoy these bonus episodes from the Magic Maker Summit. What I'm talking about today is you are creative because you exist. You are creative because you exist. Full stop. Period. And I could leave it there. And if there is anything you take from it, that I want you to take that as your truth as your truth that will allow you to activate and experience more magic within you but I will continue because I do have a lot to say and I should have taken a drink before I clicked live as soon as I clicked live I was like I really need a drink of water um so excuse me I have I drew some sigils on it you can't really see I drew some from last night Gregoria's um, session on creating sigils and symbols. I highly recommend you watch that replay if you haven't already. I'm also wearing my amulet that's from her that I love. Um, this is a separate one, my yoni one. Okay, let's talk about you were created because you exist. And if you're watching the replay, please comment, say hello, interact as if you're here live. I would love to chat with a creative impulse. And that impulse is both primal and divine. There is a primal, human, grounded essence to your creative energy, to your creative impulse. And there is a divine, spiritual, magical, beyond human comprehension essence to your creative impulse as well. And this impulse is present as soon as you invite your life force into your body with your first breath. Your life force is what animates your human experience. And without that animation, our bodies would have no capacity to live or experience life. Your life force is your creative energy. 
they are one in the same and they are also one in the same with your sexual energy your sexual life force and creative energy are all the same thing and it's your it's an impulse that is always present in your body and your creative impulse will always be expressed it will always be expressed because it is always present and when you are connected and honoring this impulse it is expressed in pleasurable ways that we are consciously enjoying and we and we feel connected with and we and we feel an even further turned on impulse to want to perpetuate those experiences and 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 indulge in those experiences as well when you deny that you are creative when you deny a conscious experience of this creative impulse you are casting an innate part of yourself into the shadows of your being and this has a very different expression compared to if you allow it out to play in the light your creative impulse begins to be expressed in a really perverted way when it is cast in the shadows when it it is when it's denied as parts of your conscious identity and when your creative impulse is expressed in this perverted way the the things that you are creating and perpetuating in your life can be things that you don't actually desire or you like you don't desire to have them you don't desire to experience them but your creative energy has to be expressed it has to be poured into something so if your if your creative energy is cast into the shadows then what it is playing with is your more perverted desires or the other parts of yourself that you are shaming and shunning so the energy is playing with all of that other energy or the other things that you are denying yourself judging yourself shaming yourself for and it is bringing creation to those things that you are trying to shove down and and shun and, and shame away as well and this isn't to say that what is in the shadows is inherently bad it isn't to say that what is in the shadows is like also not containing divine parts of yourself but it's the parts that you have like judgment on resistance to it's the parts that are not going to be expressed in the most most healthy and enjoyable way a lot of the time because with with our shadows with things that we cast away to the shadows because we're denying that that actually is an innate part of us or a, a gifted part of us then it's like these shadows are they'll come out to play as soon as they get an opportunity to you and it can take so much conscious effort to shun parts of ourselves that are actually really beautiful innate parts of ourselves. and it like the analogy I always give is like the Hulk if you I think I said this on day one but I I have a lot of like Marvel Avengers analogies and uh, like I won't go too deep into into shadows at the moment but I, I think this is important to bring up that like with the Hulk so there's Bruce Banner and there's the Hulk if you've never watched Marvel movies like I'm pretty sure you've heard of like the big green monster that um is like inside of the man the scientist and like the green monster arrives and and wreaks havoc so bruce banner is like the identity that he is claiming for himself and the hulk um like in this case was like science gone wrong but um take it as like an analogy the hulk 
feels like Bruce judges the Hulk. Bruce is ashamed of the Hulk's actions. Bruce um, does everything in his power to make sure the Hulk never comes out. But when Bruce gets angry, like that's the trigger for this particular shadow, when Bruce gets angry or when Bruce's life is threatened, the Hulk generally will come out and wreak destruction and chaos. And it's because the Hulk doesn't know when it's going to get a chance to come out again. The Hulk just wants to like take over, take control. And it's like it has all this pent up energy that it just needs to be destructive. It needs to create chaos in some kind of way. And then, you know, Bruce comes back eventually. And again, the cycle continues. Like he doesn't appreciate that the Hulk just saved his life. He judges that the Hulk destroyed countless buildings and cars and and whatever else and then like if you've seen the movies you'll see that like the relationship shifts they they merge into like professor hulk um and in acceptance of his brains his genius and the strength of the hulk as well but anyway that's just that's just a little tangent that i felt like sharing but the things that we shame to our shadows will always take any opportunity they can to be expressed and usually it's in a destructive way and it's kind of like um like playing out their revenge fantasy for us denying them to be a part of our life and this can be the same with our creative energy that like the well I'll rephrase that that like the creative impulse is always there and the creative impulse can bring life to these to these shadows when we're not allowing our creative energy to give life to our what we're playing with in the light or the things that we accept and embrace within ourselves so your creative energy and and again nothing in your shadows is inherently bad there is just um there's ways that it can be expressed in really destructive and and unhealthy ways and unenjoyable ways but your creative energy is meant to play in the light and either way Either way, if your creative energy is playing in your shadows or in your light or in between, either way, your creative energy is powerful as fuck. Your creative energy is always powerful and you can choose to play with it or you can keep fighting against it. And it it's too powerful. Your creative energy, the creative impulse that you're born with is too powerful to be completely shut down. So it's always going to be expressed in some way. You are creative because you exist. Your creative impulse will be expressed because it is a powerful AF force and you can't you can't shut it down. It's going to be expressed in some way. So you get to make a choice. Are you going to play with it and be in flow with it? Or are you going to be constantly fighting against it, which is a fight you will never, like, win. You'll never get rid of it. And I want to talk about, like, the idea of who gets to be creative. When I was growing up, I never identified, like, I would have never called myself a creative person as I was growing up. When I look back, like, I... I love to like sing songs. I love to like write songs pretending like I was in a band. I loved to do like acting things. Like I remember in primary school, whenever there was like 
I don't know why there were so many opportunities for me to like volunteer to be like in the play or in like some school performance or something like that. I love to be like in the spotlight. I love to make like outdoor potions and just like all these really like innately um, creative things that came from like the curiosity and desires of a child. And then when when I was in schooling and this all happened in my like primary school years, I started to be told that I wasn't a good singer and I can admit I'm probably very tone deaf like my singing isn't that enjoyable to listen to but I still love singing um like I was told I wasn't a good singer I was told that um I wasn't that good of an actor and um my like outdoor potions had no point and no purpose and all these things that I really just enjoy doing I was told that I wasn't good at them and you know I started I think how I started prep like my first year in primary school when I was four years old I turned five in like April but it was like the first like like three over three months I was four just a little four-year-old girl um and then even five-year-old like it just blows my mind like how young we start our academic lives so it was like at this age like four five six that I suddenly got told like I wasn't good at all these things that were you know like creative pursuits and I got heavily praised for how just naturally um I picked up things like maths like all like school things like maths numbers it just came really easy to me and I started to really enjoy that because I got so much praise from it and it was actually fun as well and I actually feel like I when I look back I did bring a lot of like creativity to my like maths problem solving even though there was usually like processes and structures we were meant to follow I found it like really interesting like how I could just understand something and and come to the answer in different ways than the process we were being taught and just like my brain just like lit up when when I was like problem solving and and things like that and I was okay at other subjects too but maths was the one that I was heavily praised for so in primary school like I created these beliefs that I wasn't I wasn't creative like in art my artwork didn't get praised my um everything else didn't get praised it was my my brain that got praised it was my intelligence so I formed this belief that I'm intelligent I am not creative and you can 100% be both um but that is that is what I came to believe and if you kind of like resonate with the like burnt out gifted kid um identity then you'll probably really relate to my story of this like belief that I was never creative and even as I moved like from primary school to high school to university working professionally I really did believe that I was a really great problem solver and that um yeah like I I really believed I was really intelligent great problem solver but I still didn't really believe that I was creative and then I kind of opened up into really accepting how intuitive I was and how my intuition um combined with my intelligence was actually really fueling a lot of my really good problem solving 
And it wasn't probably until like I actually left my professional career um, that I really started to play with the truth that I really am very creative. And it's not that I'm special in that I'm creative, it's that we are also creative and our creativity gets to be expressed in so many different ways. And this story we have in society that it's like the select few that are creative, it's like it's the artists, it's the 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 people that paint beautiful things, the people that create beautiful things visually, or the singers, um, the songwriters, the actors. It's like in society we have this story, it's like, oh, they're the creative ones. And then there's all like detrimental detrimental stories in society that it's like it's the creatives that they are um, you know, drug alli- drug addicts, like alcohol addicts, they stay up late at night, they're um, have many the tropes through media as well and it's like I never really wanted to relate to that but that that is not my experience of being creative that may be some people's but it's not a story we need to attach to either and we can really reclaim our own story of how creative we are and in the ways that we are creative you are creative because you exist you are creative because you create you are creating every single day it is your creative energy that allows you to be in motion towards your desires towards the things that you want in life and it is your desire it is all of your desires that allows for your existence and for your evolution and for the existence and evolution of the human race at large and when we think about our basic human desires to eat food to have sex these desires are literally what perpetuates the human race what keeps us alive and evolving and um existing and it's really interesting to me that there is so much conditioning around food around you know diet culture um around like restricting what we eat or or just just the way food is viewed in society like what is nourishing what's even considered food at times um and you know there's so much conditioning around sex as well like two things that bring us as humans so much joy and pleasure and um like amplified life force like just the the conditioning and the like polarizing views around those two topics it blows my mind because they are basic human desires and when we start to doubt that our basic desires are innately good for us it can plant seeds of doubts into everything that we desire can i trust what i desire when i'm desiring to eat this thing but i have this conditioning making me believe that it's bad like in um like the tiktok trend at the moment the like the salmon and the rice I've seen so many people like make videos and posts about how it's like, oh, like people in like diet culture mindset are finally eating white rice from this trend. And that's just one thing that's like white rice has been really villainized within a lot of um, like diet culture in society. And, you know, white rice may be so nourishing for you and it may be not very nourishing for someone else that like it doesn't align with their body for whatever reason but no food in and of itself I believe is bad or good for that matter it's about what do we desire what does our body desire what feels good in our body and we get to have that experience and and decide that for ourselves and when we start to trust our desires we start to trust all of our desires and we don't 
shame any of them and there there's like the filter they're being put through through our like beliefs conditioning society conditioning and all of that um becomes like less and less and I believe they're always built there always will be a filter to some degree because you know we innately have an ego and a brain and a mind um but when when we can start to trust in our desires we can start to trust in all of our desires and really allow our creative energy to put us in motion towards the fulfillment and experience of all of those desires. Your desires are sacred and holy. Every single one of them. If you desire something, it is sacred and it is holy. And beyond your immediate desires around food, sex, whatever else, you can your desires around like the way that you want to live your life your vision there is so much color and depth into what we desire and usually when we break it down it can be broken be broken down into like you know the basic bitch desires around improving our relationships or having a relationship business and career money power love fulfillment and our desires are always linked to some kind of core desired feeling and that core desired feeling could be love acceptance success influence whatever else like usually there it's we can break it down to a pretty basic feeling as well and the the color and depth comes from how we elaborate and how we experience that but usually it can be really broken down and and when we accept how we can break it down we can also play with the infinite ways that it could be expressed and experienced as well and we get to play with and we get to experiment and we get to decide what experiences we connect with those core desired feelings and accept that all those core desired feelings and all desired feelings are sacred and holy and our creative energy plays such a beautiful role in us experiencing all of that. So you are creative because you exist. You don't need to prove yourself. You never need to prove that you are a creative person or that you are creative. You are creative because you exist. Your creative energy is not your skills or your talent your creative impulse is the impulse to live and to keep living and because you're alive watching this right now you have a creative impulse therefore you are a creative being oh i feel like i just need to take a deep breath then your creative energy your lifeless energy and your sexual energy are all one in the same like i said earlier and it is your creative energy that animates your body to live in this physical realm creativity is not reserved for the few we all have the capacity to create and we all do create every day in every moment and it's not just what you are consciously creating right now the transmission of all that you have created all that you have thought all that you have been is still in circulation and is still creating it's still in motion it's all in motion and with your creative energy you get to choose the experience that you have with this magic and I really believe that our creative impulse and our creative energy is literal magic 
You get to choose what experience you have with that magic. You get to connect more deeply with it. You get to allow it to nourish you, to fulfill you, to turn you on. And when you are turned on, you will naturally feel the pulse towards your desires, guiding you and putting you in motion. And then you get to trust that when you are in motion, the momentum is always building. Even when you take moments of rest, the momentum is always building and you get to enjoy life in the space between the fulfillment of each kind of vision desire that you have and trust that the fruition of that momentum will arrive in the enjoyment of your life. So I want to talk a little bit about sensuality because how you can bring more joy, more pleasure and more ease to the space between the fruition of desires in is to be fully present in the space between and how you can do that is through sensuality and you know it's being present to what is now and in awe and recognition of everything that you have already created with the trust that the momentum is building towards everything else that you desire and that you um, aspire to to achieve to have to experience in your life so sometimes it can be really easy Sometimes it can be really easy to get caught up in the wanting of more and your desires, your longing and your lust all have a really sacred place. It's a really fun energy to play in and a really expansive energy as well to like open our energy field and our mind and our heart and our pussy to more. But when we get caught up in like the race and the looking forward and the um, like future casting and future predicting, sometimes we can also get into an energy of lack. It's like all we're seeing is that I don't have what I want right now. And when we get into that energy of only looking forward, only being in like the race towards more, it can be really easy and often will be the case that we leave the body and come into just our mental body and our mental body isn't in our head it's out here it's all like the static energy that is going crazy and when we're in our mind we are out of our body so sensuality is about coming when we engage in our sensuality it's about coming back into the body it's embodiment practices and because and it's so important for us to be in the body because our creative energy is in our body it's in you know like our our sacral center our womb space your creative energy is really like that's where it's most potent activated um potent activated spot is and when we disconnect from our body like into that mental space we're disconnecting from the most potent form of our creative energy and like I said at the beginning like the creative energy is always there but when we're outside of our body um, we're disconnected from actually choosing where to flow it ourselves and like the most potent expression that it can have and therefore we're really disconnecting from a lot of the magic that we can intentionally infuse in in what we're doing and ultimately it just makes things harder it makes it harder and even if you're still taking action it makes it harder and I'm all about inviting more ease into every experience that we have in life and you will have so much more ease when you spend most of your time in your body trusting the momentum of all your actions the mo- the motion you have um 
gain the everything you've put in motion through your action is building momentum even when you're not physically doing anything um towards that like it's all been put in place already and we can relax back into the body and enjoy and become the magnet instead of forcing our way through things to ultimately invite more ears so when you are sensually enjoying your life you magnetize and attract and pull the desires to you instead of forcing yourself towards them like just think about like that ease instead of like just imagine like you're here you want to be here instead of you walking to here it comes to you like so much more easy for someone to come to you instead of for you to go to them and that's not to say that we can't take action and that we can't do hard things but we can also recognize when um we can call into our magnetism and invite things to play in our space instead of us working harder to get them so your sensuality is about engaging with the senses engaging with your physical senses in your experiences in the present moment regardless of what you're doing if you're watching tv doing the dishes um just doing nothing like gazing at the clouds in the sky it's about bringing um your senses and allowing the human experience to feel turned on and, and juicy and amazing and when we think about like like our sensuality is really just about engaging our five physical senses and if you think about like sight sound smell taste and touch if you couldn't see anything hear anything smell anything taste anything or touch anything there would be nothing to experience like you could not experience anything if you didn't have any senses it's through our senses our sensuality that we get to experience our human life and like um viola was saying when she was speaking our um it's our human that gets to experience we get to experience through our physical through our physical senses of seeing hearing smelling tasting um touching so just some like just some little ways that you can bring a more sensual experience into everyday things you're doing is touch your body i i will often like sometimes you can't see it um when i'm on camera because you're just seeing like my upper body but i'll just like tickle my leg while i'm speaking like i just love that like i really i like physical touch is one of my love languages like i will always just like touch myself sometimes i just like hold my breasts like while I'm watching tv just because I like I don't know touching my body just feels nice I like getting a massage is one of my most favorite things but um like in my everyday experiences sometimes and I just love like playing with my hair or like massaging my own head you can touch your body in like whatever way you're doing like depending on what you're doing like if your hands are free or like rub your feet together and things like that you know like your your sense of um sound like listen to beautiful music listen to your friends speaking about something that they are so passionate about and listen like actively curiously intentionally listen to the speakers in this summit that are all amazing use your sight to gaze into beautifully aesthetically pleasing 
images like artwork or just in nature or um, a Pinterest board that you create with really like beautiful aesthetically pleasing things that capture the aesthetic you aspire to have in your life and enjoy that aesthetic in the moment you know take a bite and taste the most decadent chocolate cake and just taste like just savor every single thing that you can taste in your mouth and that's like the touch sensation like sometimes I'm craving a particular sensation in my mouth so it'll be like the texture of the food is really important but it's also like the taste is important as well eat a piece of fruit and let the juices just like drop down your chin and your body I like I love sensual fruit eating I think it is so fun just to play with like how turned on can you make yourself feel eating a piece of fruit and get messy like you know if if you're worried about getting the juice on your clothes like wear something you're not going to care about or don't wear anything and just let yourself like get messy with those juices and just like tasting the freshness fruit is like sunlight fruit is very high vibrational because it is it's it's sunlight like especially fruit that we get to pick fresh from a tree is is amazing to sensually enjoy that Put your feet on the grass, on the dirt, you know, walk in the rain, connect with nature through like touching and and seeing and, and experiencing. Stop and smell the roses, like literally stop and smell the roses. Go into your backyard and just smell any bit of nature that you can. Um, put beautiful like essential oils on your body or diffusing. Buy a beautiful soap that every time you have a shower, you just have the, the most beautiful sensual experience smelling that. Um, I really love playing with like, um, like my journals. I love having paper that is just like, there's like, I'll, I've used so many different journals and I love the journal. I love having a pen that just like beautifully glides on the page with like high quality paper. Like it just feels so extra and elevated and it's, so beautiful for like all of my senses of just like seeing it and feeling it and just like the feeling of writing like sometimes I'll write with a pen that it, like it just feels so rough and it's such a different experience to like when the pen just is like gliding on the page and so many of these things like you know light the candle that you bought two years ago that is like too good to actually use um, you know, use that journal that, you know, you're saving until your writing is neater or you have something um, that's worthy of going in it. You know, like use these things that you have and, and enjoy the central experience. And there is infinite more examples that I could give as well. But all of this really allows a much more central experience of life and turns us on creatively and turns our magnetism on as well and everything that's already been put in motion the our creative energy will allow it to gain more momentum you are creative because you exist period so i hope you have enjoyed this little dive into all the really juicy ways that you are already creative and i hope that you really believe it and accept this truth for yourself adopt the affirmation I am creative because you are and you get to decide how like now that you've accepted the truth that you are creative how do you want to use that creative energy how do you want to express your creative energy how do you want to allow yourself to play with and harness that creative energy 
And can you enjoy the space between your desires in the most sensual, turned on way? So to end, I just want to talk about quickly three ways that you can work with me if you want to dive deeper into this work of connecting with and harnessing your creative energy, your sensuality, your pleasure, the feeling of ease through bringing in structure and process and magnetism and all of those things. And one of my strengths, like one of my gifts is to to activate and amplify the creative power in others. And it's like, you know, humble brag that I feel like my presence is really powerful if you really want to cultivate your own creative energy um, to be expressed in, in the way that you're desiring to. So these are the ways that you can get in close proximity and intimacy um, working together with me. The the most proximity and intimacy and access to me you'll have is through working with me one-on-one in my private coaching you can work with me for six months or 12 months all the details are on my website I will put the link um, in the comments of this if you want to have a little a little look um, on the website but working with me one-on-one is such a beautiful intimate deep experience and if you want to talk to me about that just reach out and send me a message I do have limited places open um, for one-on-one work because we do go so deep and you do get so much access to me will probably be like voice messaging or like um text messaging every day and we'll have our fortnightly calls as well um so you can see the all the details on my website but definitely reach out and we can have a chat if that is going to be the best option for you and we can jump on a quick call to chat about it as well and then I have my mastermind which is an intimate group setting so my mastermind the space to create mastermind starts in one week on the 13th of October there is space for up to 10 women and it's going to be such a really beautiful setting to liberate your desires, your creativity, your pleasure and your vision. And we're really going to focus on identity and mindset, embodiment and pleasure, spirituality and devotion and really build such a strong like foundation practices and play to really expand um, what you believe is possible for yourself and for you to step into that identity and vision that you are desiring to have. So that's going to be amazing. And then the other way to work with me is to join my membership, which is called the Space to Create Membership. And um, that is open forever. It is a monthly membership. There is a monthly full moon ceremony. I do a live every single week and I do an oracle reading, a riff on a number of topics. I answer all your questions. Um, And then usually there's some kind of practice like a meditation, tapping, um, pleasure practice or, or something else. And also in the membership, you have access to all of my past programs, all of my teachings, um, all all the content I, I pour a lot of my transmissions into that very frequently. So they're the three main ways you can work with me. There'll be a link um, in the comments, but reach out if you have any questions. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for being in the summit as well. I'm, I've loved every single thing all the other speakers have said, and I'm super excited for the last few that are to come. So thank you so much. Have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you so much for listening. Connect with me at by Rachel White to continue this conversation. I would always love to hear from you. 
If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me in your stories or leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day.